Greetings, I'm back to complete the teaching, change me into a new me. So, so far we see God changed his heart, his mind, his sight, and his surroundings. And lastly, his spirit. Scripture says he was baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. Change of spirit. Instantly from a contrite spirit to a Holy Spirit. A devilish spirit to a godly one. Hateful to loving, harmful to helpful. All in that one encounter. God changed Saul to Paul and everything about him. Change of heart. Now he wants to save the ones he came to kill. Change of mind. From persecutor now, we see him preaching. Change of sight. The ones he saw as enemies are now his friends. And the ones that were his friends are now his enemies. Change of surroundings. He came with a band of demons and Christian killers. Now he's sitting with the disciples of Jesus with a changed spirit. Came with the spirit to kill, now with one to heal. And to spread the good news. Isn't God good? It was the changing of Paul that made the difference in his life. A life that God added to by subtracting from. Do you know God is a God of addition by subtraction? He often takes things away in order to add some better things to you. Remember what Paul came with, a band of killers. And due to the change, look what he gained. A new band of brothers, the disciples, as well as a new life a new calling, a new purpose, a new word, a new talk, a new walk, a new heart, and a new spirit. A new Paul, no longer Saul. Addition by subtraction. Do you know God wants and can do the same thing with you and for you? He can change your mind, your heart, your sight, surroundings, and spirit all in one counter. But he also can give you a new plight, a new purpose, and a new position. Your friends can change and your family too. And he can add to your life by subtracting from it. If you don't mind, there was something fascinating that I saw in the text that I would like to bring to your attention. The text says, after he was blinded, the men he came with gave him a hand or escorted him to Damascus. Once they got him there, my question is, what happened to him? Where did they go? The text doesn't mention them being with him anymore. Remember, they saw the light. They heard the sound or the voice. They saw what happened to their friend Saul. And upon witnessing all of that, they dropped him off in Damascus blinded. The friends he came with left him all alone blinded in a different city. Left him alone and went their merry way. Some friends they were, right? But sometimes God has to show you who your real friends are by allowing the fake ones to leave you all alone when you need them the most. Saul's buddies, his friends, his Christian killing compadres, they left him blinded in the city of Damascus all alone. If God has shown you those things, take heed. But I say this, but for the grace and mercy of God, the text says God sent Ananias to help him, a Christian man that Saul had been hunting to kill, his perceived enemy. Please allow me to say this to you. Many people today are afraid to be alone and afraid to lose the friends that they have. Despite what type of friends they are, ones that are leading them down the wrong path, ones that have negative and mean spirits, 
hateful and harmful to self and to others. And they're only your friends when it benefits them. Like Paul's friends leave you alone when you need them the most. And to top it off, they have no interest in seeking God or have an issue when you do. But remember, Jesus is a friend that sticks closer to you than a brother. Allow me to share this with you. You know, we hear about many athletes going to the leagues, whether it's a football or basketball or baseball, bringing their old friends from the neighborhood with them. And the old friends come into a new situation, trying to do old things. You know, I'm reminded of a story I heard not too long ago. A young man got drafted to one of the pro leagues after signing a multi-million dollar contract and moving to the new city where the team who drafted him was located. He decided to bring a couple of his old friends with him to his new city. A couple of friends whom he had grown up in the neighborhood with. The athlete was blessing his friends with some of the money he was making from his newly signed contract. But the two friends decided, unbeknownst to the athlete, that they were going to begin selling drugs in the same city that the athlete had moved them to. Granted, his friends were living with the athlete. And one day while driving the athlete's car, the two friends got pulled over by a policeman and got busted with drugs in the car. When the cop stopped them and found the drugs, one of the friends asked the cop, do you know who I'm friends with? The police officer told him, yes, I ran the license plates and we're calling him right now to make sure his car had not been stolen. Upon talking to the athlete, they realized these guys were his friends. They were arrested and placed in jail. The athlete did not get indicted or in trouble with his friends, but it put a stain on his reputation and affected his career. Can I say this to you? Sometimes when God moves you forward, you have to leave some behind. Saul, now Paul, new name, new him, new friends, new life, his old friends dropped him off and we don't know what happened to them, but we see that God added new ones. In the text, Jesus sent Ananias to help him, a new friend. And once his sight was restored, Paul was baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. And we find him sitting with the new group of friends, the disciples. I say to you, don't be afraid to lose or move on from old things the old you, your old heart, your old stuff, and that includes old friends too, because God will give you better than he asks you to leave behind. Remember, God changed Paul's surroundings and the people in his life because God saw Paul was worldly and in need of a change, a change in order for God to get him to reach his fullest potential and his calling. So he had to change his heart, his mind, his outlook, his surroundings, and his spirit. And he wants and desires to make changes in your life too. To make all things new in you. Heart, mind, sight, surroundings, and spirit. The change needed and necessary in all of us. So we can become all God created and purposed us to be. But the change starts with you. It's not about praying for God to change the people around you. It's about you praying and asking God to change you. And in changing you, everything around you, about you, and in you will change. Paul was now sitting with the brothers teaching the word. The same brothers he had come to persecute. 
God's drastic change in his life. And the Bible says all the people were astonished seeing Paul, the preacher. When you allow God to change you, everyone will be astonished at the new you. Why? Because you won't resemble the old you. You'll be a new creature in Christ, transformed mind, clean heart, new surroundings, new friends, a renewed spirit, and a new purpose and assignment. Let me say this to you. God wants to cleanse you with hassop, and he wants to make you clean. He wants to wash you and make you whiter than snow. He wants to create in you a pure heart and renew a steadfast spirit within you. Do you understand God is in the business of changing you into a new you? He did it for Paul. He wants to do it for you too. So pray for God to change you and make you new. I know he will. He promises he will. He said he will give you a new heart and put his spirit in you and move you to follow him into your purpose, plan, your position, and your assignment. Now that's love from God, but it has to be change in you. God vows to change everything about you, everyone around you, and trust me, it's for the betterment of you. God wants to move you forward towards his blessings and not backwards. Understand you're one prayer away from God changing you into a new you. He did it for Paul. He can and will do it for you too. Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I ask that you would touch the hearts, the minds, and souls of your people. Father God, change all who are listening from the inside out. Help your children to be all that you have created them to be. Where they are broken, build them up. Where they need changing, Father, change them. Allow them to surrender their lives and will to you. To change it as you see fit. Where there's old, make new. Where there's a need of subtraction, subtract. Where there's a need of addition, Father God, add as you see fit. Do what only you have the power to do. You change David. You change Saul. You are God of change. I pray right now, Lord Jesus, and believe you have the power, you have the strength and the ability to change. I pray that you would change all that are listening as you continue to change me as only you can. And I ask all this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. As always, we hope you enjoyed today's message. We welcome your feedback. And if you were blessed by the message, please feel free to pass our podcast information on to both friends and family. We pray that you have an awesomely blessed day. And we thank you again for allowing us to share a word of God with you. To God be the glory. Amen. AAJ Pod, where the passion for Christ meets the purpose of Christ.